Welcome into another edition of the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. Gil McGregor here with Kyle Irving. Raptors coming off a 106-102 loss to the Utah Jazz on Saturday night. It is Sunday, May 2nd. Quick turnaround. They're back in action tonight. But before we get to that, Kyle, you have the takeaways over on NBA.com. No Lowry, no Trent Jr. As you know, Boucher and Watson are still in Florida. They aren't on the road trip. The tough road trip continues. You kind of highlighted it as the duel between Bogdan, 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 sorry, Bojan Bogdanovic, my apologies, Bojan, and Fred Van Vliet. Um, Bojan finished with 34 in the game. Freddie had 30 on the night. To those who might have missed this one, it was a late one. What was that? The, that's the gist of it. Like, how would you, uh, I guess, identify the way this game was or how would you describe it? That was kind of the gist of it. I mean, Bojan Bogdanovic came out firing. He had like, I think it was 17 points in the first quarter. Um, and he just never really seemed to cool off. And you would think like after the halftime break, you know, maybe they would adjust the game plan and, and get the ball out of his hands. But he still just kept getting shots to fall. And Freddie was matching. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. was he was with him every step of the way. But it came down to the fact that, I mean, Jordan Clarkson single-handedly outscored the entire Raptors bench. So that's where, you know, you're really missing Chris Boucher and you're really missing Gary Trent. And actually, I think it was Matt Devlin that made a comment late in the fourth quarter when they were struggling to make shots. He was like, man, like how much could they have used a Chris Boucher three or Gary Trent Jr. three to just kind of like change the tide of the game and and really get the Raptors over the hump. But at the end of the day, they just didn't have the firepower. And it's crazy to say because it's a game where the Jazz are also missing Mike Conley Jr. And they're missing Donovan Mitchell. But at the same time, I mean, that's what makes them a team that's had the best record in the West for pretty much the entire season versus the Raptors who have been trying to claw their way into the playing game. So, I mean, it wasn't a lack of effort last night. It wasn't like they came out flat, uh, got punched in the mouth and tried to throw a counter punch. Like the Raptors gave the jazz everything they had last night. It just wasn't enough. And even down the stretch of the game where they're coming up with stops on stops on stops, they weren't able to cash in and get buckets on the offensive end. So, you know, even though they were hovering around like four down four, down five in the last five minutes of the game, they just didn't have enough juice to get over the get over the hill. So just a tough, 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 tough loss, especially on a night where uh, the Bulls, I think, had lost and the Wizards had lost. And uh, a lot of the teams they were chasing, you know, didn't come up with wins. So they had a chance to cover some ground and it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, you mentioned that the picture remains the same. Raptors fall to 26 and 38, eight games left in the season. Bulls are also 26 and 38. Wizards 29 and 35. Raptors are three games back for the 10th spot in the Eastern Conference, which obviously is that final playing spot. You mentioned the fourth quarter a little bit. And one thing I noticed looking at the box score, Raptors went into the fourth up four, only scored 13 points in the final frame, shot six for 24. But it's not like they were playing bad defense because you mentioned they were stringing stops together. The Jazz shot seven for 20. And both teams were shorthanded. Uh, Royce O'Neal and Joe Ingles are starting backcourt for the Jazz uh, in the absence of Conley and Mitchell. And obviously, again, the Raptors were without who they were without. But it's almost kind of like it kind of sums up the way the season's been, right? Like there's one one way or another, there's some type of obstacle facing this team. And, and there are no moral victories, obviously. And this team is going to still go hard and, and fight as hard as they can. Um, but to just not have enough juice, as you mentioned, and kind of come up short, we saw it against the Nets. Uh, they had that r- great run at the end of the third to kind of take an advantage, take a lead, and then it kind of went away. The Nuggets game, you know, it's, it's close back and forth and the Nuggets just run away in the fourth quarter. And as we come down to the end of the season and, you know, we're kind of teetering back and forth, or it feels like we were a, a while back, whether it's looking at the playing picture, looking at the lottery odds, it kind of feels like, I don't want to call it a tank, because I don't think it's a tank, but it's it's just 
part of the process. It, I guess kind of like it's like the basketball circle of life almost with this team just kind of getting there. So it feels like now, you know, we mentioned going into the trip, this team need to go two and two uh, to stay in the picture. Now having lost the first two and it doesn't get any easier. Do you kind of sense that they might just kind of fizzle out for the, the remainder of this trip? I don't know if I mean there's only eight games left in the season at this point anyways and they're down by yeah. they're three games back from a playoff spot and or a play-in spot I should say and it's going to be interesting to see what they end up doing with guys like Fred Van Vliet tonight who looked like the best that he had looked since he came back from that hip injury last night but I mean we saw the comments that he made about how uh, to be frank he just said his body felt like shit after the playing on the second night of a back-to-back and, you know, they're facing another tough back-to-back right now against the Lakers. And it's not going to get any easier when they play the Clippers uh, shortly there after that. So to wrap up that West Coast road trip. So, you know, it depends on what they're going to prioritize. They're going to prioritize long-term health. Are they still trying to go for it because they feel like, you know, maybe they could still catch the Wizards in these last eight games. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what decision that they make. And, and as of right now, the uh, Raptors did not release an injury report at 1.30. So the next opportunity to get an injury report would be at 5.30. Uh, for this Lakers game. So, I mean, it looks like LeBron's going to be suiting up again. It looks like Anthony Davis is going to be suiting up again. This is a huge game for the Lakers as uh, at the same time that the, the Wizards had lost last night to the Dallas Mavericks, that game had the Mavericks leapfrog the Lakers in the standings and take over the number five seed. So, I mean, the Lakers need this one just as bad as the as the Raptors do just for different reasons. So they're going to come out bringing their A game and with, you know, guys already out of the lineup and everything like that, the Raptors are in trouble. I think that's, you know, all there is to it. They're in trouble and they're up against the wall at this point. So we'll see how uh, they try and wrap up this West Coast swing moving forward. But, you know, it, after a year, a long year of back and forth and us saying, you know, maybe they're going to the playing tournament, maybe we're looking to the lottery. It's it's really starting to feel like the latter is going to be the case looking to the lottery. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like Raptors fans have kind of accepted that fate, and I don't think it was a, a sense of denial, but it is. It's difficult when it's, you watch your your team make the the, the postseason like seven straight years. It, it's this is not newfound territory because the Raptors have had much worse seasons than this one. It's just been a very long time. But I mean, we we've talked about it. Everything being thrown this team's way, you know, COVID protocols or, or health and safety protocols not only affecting the players, but the coaches as well, injuries. And it feels like as soon as they turned the corner, it was another setback. And again, it all stems from not being able to play at home. So I don't think that this year uh, is anything to be ashamed of. And obviously we're like reflecting on it with eight games left. But this this trip is really like that moment where we realize that it's kind of, I think the trip and the way these games are going kind of sum up the year. Like everything's good, but just not having that extra edge to move forward. And maybe uh, the, the player that is that extra edge we might see in the lottery. So Kyle, I know you'll have us covered actually over at NBA.com, your big board, uh, the first couple big boards for the 2021 NBA draft, you and Eric Fawcett are uh, going to be over on NBA.com. So check those out. A lot of talent in this draft. So um, the Raptors will be retooling as they hopefully get back to Toronto for the next season. Again, still a lot of basketball left to play. It's not over till it's over. So don't. I don't want to write them off now and then a week later say, oh, well, I guess we didn't think about that. But uh, next challenge, second end of a back-to-back Sunday, May 2nd, 10 p.m. Eastern time, uh, Los Angeles Lakers defending champs. Kind of crazy to think the last two NBA champs uh, are, are here the way these teams' seasons are going. But 10 p.m. on Sportsnet, and uh, then they stay in L.A., which I think will benefit them, and they'll play the 
Clippers on Tuesday. But we'll be back with you on Monday or tomorrow uh, after this Lakers game, seeing if and when how LeBron and Anthony Davis perform. And again, a must win for them as they don't want to fall into uh, the play-in range because they're right there too, which is could be crazy to see that I know a few years back, well, not a few years back, a while ago, 25 years ago, 26 years ago, the defending champion Rockets actually uh, – went back to back as a sixth seed. So it's been done before, uh, but the Lakers have a lot of questions they need to answer, but maybe they try to get back on track against the Raptors. Again, uh, we'll be back with you. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the Raptors Positive Podcast and over on YouTube, Global Hoops Official. Got you with more on the NBA uh, and the Raptors, of course. For Kyle Irving, I'm Gil McGregor. Thanks for tuning in to the Raptors Pod Table Podcast. We'll be back with you tomorrow off the Lakers game. See you then.